to the Creative Process Podcast, a discussion with artists about what goes on behind the scenes when they're creating their work. I'm your host, Dave Hopper. On today's episode, we speak with fine art photographer Samantha Gabal. Currently, Samantha's work focuses on conceptual portraiture, allowing her to explore human emotion from the inside out. She is working on an ongoing self-portrait series focused on body image that challenges viewers to question what it means to accept oneself. She was recommended by our first guest, photographer Brooke Shaden. Samantha, thanks for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having me. So anyone that listened to our first episode knows that Brooke Shaden was our first guest, and she kindly recommended you for the second episode. I'm paraphrasing her, but she said you're the only person she still follows online and the only one (laughs) doing consistently meaningful work. So that must feel nice. Yeah, it means a lot coming from Brooke. I met um, Brooke at After Dark, which was a, like a photography convention that used to travel around. And the one thing that really attracts me into Brooke is just her um, her attitudes um, and the way she sees the world is really incredible to me and um, something me I really strive for. I just think she's amazing. And um, I love how she incorporates like imagery and photography into just who she is and um it's it's really incredible to me um i just (laughs) yeah it really (laughs) well i'm glad you did because i think your work is definitely something that will resonate really well with anyone who's into the creative process and creating things um thank you i appreciate that yeah your personal work is um i guess more what you're known for then um so where did the creative process with that project called self-untitled start um, like how how did I start shooting uh, the images for it? Uh, yeah, what was your when you first started it? What was was it consciously or do you just have to do it? Um, so when I first started, I just I really don't like asking other people if I can take their <laughs> portrait. Um, I just like I really don't like inconveniencing other people. I just yeah. like always feel bad, you know, asking. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was taking a seminar with an old professor who's actually my mentor now. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and we had to choose a project to, to start on and it was portraiture. And um, I just, uh, I, yeah, I didn't want to ask anybody. So I started shooting myself and I realized like how incredibly difficult it is to mm-hmm. really look at oneself and yeah, create imagery that's constantly you and constantly, you know, being um, introspective and reflective. So, something you didn't know before that you do know about yourself now. It's like, I wish I didn't. Yeah, know yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's like truly looking at yourself in kind of the rawest form, um, which can be really uncomfortable for at least me. <laughs> um, so, so why don't you explain uh, I... to people, I guess, that are listening to this that haven't seen it, what the project is? Okay, so um, my project is a self-portrait series that I started, yeah, a few years ago. And the the point of kind of the project when I first started it is um, I was really, really angry. Um, I used to weigh a lot more than I do now. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually had gastric bypass in December of 2014. Um, and this came at a time when I was really struggling with whether I should do it or not mm-hmm. um, and struggling with how other people were treating me and how I was treating myself ultimately um, because I, I really um, truly believe that the masks people wear um, and how they protect themselves reveals everything about them. 
and so my weight was this this mask this um this barrier between myself and others and photography allowed me this this space to um have it be all mine um and scream and shout and you know have tantrums and really try to get it out and you know um photography is just it's such a gift of release and um it's very cathartic for me to to take photos especially now where you know actually realizing it and um embracing it because i didn't i didn't realize it at the very beginning it just felt good to scream <laughs> i guess <laughs> yeah Sorry, those, I just that's, totally yeah no it's fine <laughs> And then for those who have seen this series, there definitely are some photos. There's anchor in them, and it's great to see that. Because I, I assume those would be easy to take out when you're editing or culling down the project. Mm-hmm. And it's good to see that you left them in there. So they're very powerful. Thank you. I, um, yeah, I, one thing that I really strive for is to like not be redundant, but have, you know, similar themes running through. Um, and the, Several, um, well, there's a lot of images <laughs> fairly angry or just expressing that, um, just how it really felt um, and how I internalized, um, like, just not being treated as a person, really, and how every single thing in this world really kind of reinforced how I just didn't fit in, um, like, even down to... Um, you know, choosing an apartment that had a big enough shower or like enough right. space in the bathroom um, to really accommodate me. And um, it didn't, it, every turn it felt like I wasn't, and I was really upset about it. Um, and what better way to scream in this, like this space and to have people kind of see it, you know, the reality of like how uncomfortable it really is to be in pain. Um yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and was there any thought at the beginning or that you were going to do this all the way and without clothing the whole time? Or was that just something that came about as you went through it? Um, so I I started out like the first few images, I started out clothed. Mm-hmm. And I remember um, showing them in my seminar class. Um, when I had first started and I broke down crying. It was like the first time I had seen like how big I was. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just remember my teacher saying, you have to go there. Like, it's just not an option. Like, and then the next image I took was nude. Um, I, I covered myself a little bit, but I just like, I always thought people were looking for it anyways. So just why not show them what mm-hmm. it is? And I also think nude, like nudity um, takes away all the distractions. It's truly me. It's me. There's no hiding, really. And um, I just kind of have to be honest at a certain point. It just didn't feel like an option not to tell the truth like and to myself like it's a disservice just you know like at at the beginning i just took pictures kind of that more suited the illusion that i wanted to keep myself in of right. like wow i was really big again and i just didn't get it um and so i would accommodate myself and then i feel like over time i slowly kind of revealed me to me mm-hmm. um through images and and i think i just really 
went easy on myself at the beginning <laughs> um and and then slowly yeah uncovered kind of um like the real me you know yeah do you go and back and look at the early images at all i i did recently i printed out over a hundred images and mm. i just um just small you know four by sixes because i really want to see them and and i saw some of like the first images and like how raw and you know jagged and something i really like about my work and i'm like i get really nervous about commercial work because mm-hmm. i know i'm messy <laughs> like <laughs> and that's like not really what people want in the commercial world but yeah. like i love that i just slash through things and like I like to punch people in the face with contrast. It's just what I, you know, like. Yeah, I call I the contrast like, slider the awesome slider. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it just, I, I love, it felt right with the photos too, you know, like being angry, like why not have light flashing through me? I'm just really attracted to light because mm-hmm. it really truly reveals everything. Like just light is truly incredible um, to me and how it can just set, the tone, mood, everything tells a story. And, you know, we need light to um, reveal what's in front of us, kind of. Well, if if that's how you see. Yeah, Brooke talked about that a little bit because we talked about her post-processing and how she doesn't care if she crushes the blacks because it's all about what her vision is instead Uh of, well, I need to have this so it'll print in a magazine or something. Uh-huh. And I feel like your work is the same way, where it's, this is how I want it, and this is how I want people to see it. Yeah. It, it's, I think it's an afterthought if um, people will like it. Because for me, it's like I have to shoot for me and, like, the concepts that are important to me at any given time. Like, where it, it really is, like, I use photography now to work through things. Mm-hmm. It's like if I'm dealing with grief or loss, like how do I show this in a photo like how do I really portray you know like the true feeling of you know losing someone or um like being proud or you know like um because I'm like I'm also gay so Mm -hmm. like part of my work is working through that and the shame and um, the fear and trying to be proud through it. Um, so, how many photos do you go through in a session before you get a photo that you're happy with? Mm, I try a bunch of different things. Like I really try to like do the scene in a couple, like a couple different angles. So I would say like each of them. It really depends. Like sometimes it could be like 10 shots. Mm -hmm. Um, and usually I stop that early because it's like the frustration of the, (laughs) the shutter release or something. (laughs) And I'm like, screw this. I'm done with this one. Um, but I really try to get at least something that I'm like, I scroll through it. I'm like, Oh, okay. I think so. Maybe, (laughs) you know, it's like a maybe. And then, you know, like I think I get close kind of often and mm-hmm. then, but it's like a rarity I think where I feel like it, it's just not a question this image works all the way around you know yeah. um and so I'm kind of just constantly like well this is good but is it can it knock something else out cuz yeah. I'm cutthroat about an edit like if it's not like solid nope <laughs> <laughs> goodbye <laughs> so did that come about or has that been since the beginning 
Has your editing it's skills really changed? Come, yeah, like my attitude towards editing has gotten a lot stricter. My my teacher um, really emphasizes like staying away from being variational because um, I think there's a big difference between variation um, and just like a completely, you know, different photo like i i i personally don't want to see photos that look like they were all taken at the same shoot or the same day or you know Mm -hmm. like i just i really um like if you can present it to me in a new and fresh way i think that's um it's difficult but that's where i think great photography comes because you know you can see the same image like it might be different but it's it's basically the same yeah that's something i really drive for in the edit is just it's kind of work like it just really has to work all the way around it's just everything has a reason and a place and is um should be there in an image and then there's times i feel like where it's like a complete like you know like flash of light or something and then it, it but it still works in a, in a in a way um so and then sometimes i come back to old images um yeah there is that yeah it's tough i've tried to learn on my own images to not go exactly just for the technically precise ones and to go if something has more yeah, yeah. emotion in it but i screwed up <laughs> it's okay yeah, the you know something he always says to me is um, technique over subject matter, um, and how important it is to not lose sight of just the content is always first and foremost, right? Um, and the message behind that and your intent um, behind the photo, I think, is so crucial. And um, yeah, it's all crucial, but I think yeah, first is content because then yeah, turns into technique over subject. And <laughs> yeah. but we don't want yeah. to show anyone that we screwed up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I I really um, I feel like I always strive to screw up. Like that's where that's probably um, a better way to go about it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I because it's I not going to be perfect no matter I, what you do. Yeah, I learned the rules so I can just shatter them later. <laughs> <laughs> I just yeah I don't I'm not a rule follower at all yeah um, so well, it would be hard to do a project like that if you were following rules you kind of just have to go with where you are at that time and how you want to present yeah it. it's just it, it's just life you know like I there's been like a, a lot of emotional and trying times since you know having surgery and really just changing every single thing about my life. I want to ask you about the consistency in the post-processing across the project. Because if you look at it on your website, I think it looks like it's all processed the same. And that really lends you to just concentrate on what's in the images rather than, oh, this one's, you know, this one's in color, this one's not. So did you have a vision of how you wanted it to look or did it just come about after working through it a little bit? I think it came about after working through it a little bit. Like I've always... um the project has always been in black and white and I have several reasons for that. I just really, um, in my editing is pretty light, like really only uses Lightroom, mm-hmm. um, and just mess with the sliders, um, uh, pretty well, like, you know, contrast and really pump up the blacks and mm-hmm. sometimes blow, like I've usually already blown out the whites, you know, <laughs> <laughs> so the highlights are just gone anyway. Yeah, you don't <laughs> like have to worry just, about those. Yeah, like I realized, like, 
oh, I just lost an eye, like, <laughs> or something like that. It's just kind of a constant thing. Um, well, the reason I shoot in black and white um, is I think color is its own subject a lot of times, mm-hmm. and I really want it always first and foremost to be about the content and um, and just, you know, to help bring out that emotion for others and definitely myself and the connection of it. Cause at the end of the day, my imagery is really about trying to um, find connection. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it definitely works. Thank so, you. so you don't have to worry about futzing with Photoshop at all then. <laughs> I despise Photoshop <laughs> I, and I'm terrible at it. Like I can do some things like one of my images is, photoshopped and i'm like always paranoid everyone can see everything (laughs) that i've done in it and yeah i just don't like i don't have the patience for it and lightroom Mm -hmm. does so easily what i like um need Mm -hmm. um for what i need um and it yeah i just am not literate in photoshop (laughs) (laughs) it can be a pain there's so much to learn the learning curve is pretty steep yeah, it really is. It's just like, and I just oftentimes have no idea what tools like to even start with. <laughs> it says like, oh, you didn't select an area. <laughs> I didn't even know I had to do that. So, yeah. yeah there's tons and tons of YouTube videos and everything. It's just overwhelming. It really is. <laughs> so you have some film portraits on your site. Is this something you've been doing for a while, or did you just pick up film again? Um, no. Uh, are you? Are you? T- I think you're talking about um, the my slide film. E6. Yeah, yeah, the slide film um, E6 portraits, and that actually I um, did with my mentor in school. So I went to Art Center um, mm-hmm. in Pasadena for a little while. Didn't do well there, but the only <laughs> class I stayed in was concepts. And the point of the we we had to shoot everything in E6, um, and the he chose concepts that we had to shoot um, each week, whether it was like water or shadow mm-hmm. or reflection, um, two in the space of one, like a bunch of different things. And then we also had to bring in five images that could not be set up. That had to be like daily visuals of you know the art art in every day um Mm -hmm. which was not easy and you know the latitude of e6 is non-existent (laughs) so you just it um that class pushed me more than i've ever been pushed um it was the start of hardcore critique really learning how to see you know looking for things being an observer because so much about photography is really observing Mm -hmm. and learning to see, you know, truly see things. And that goes along with taking the mask off, like you were talking about earlier, with the mask that people bring with them everywhere. Completely. I, I yeah, I truly believe that the about the masks. And um, it, it's really, um, like, therapeutic for me to uh, reveal that, like, slowly but surely in images and I also do video too and I and um for the project and I always try to show something vulnerable about myself in the video even if it's just like a nod to myself like just something vulnerable (laughs) that you know mean means something you know that is like just combats shame because you know shame is 
such a powerful um, fe- mm. feeling, and um, yes. it's really the crux of a lot of my problems <laughs> in life. <laughs> I think most of us. So, <laughs> yeah, it's you know, and shame is the fear of disconnection, and, and then I think to myself, well, if I'm not worthy of a connection with others, like, what does that mean about me? Does that mean I'm a bad person? And oftentimes, that's what I make up—that I'm not good enough. And mm-hmm. um, I think photo really helps me work through that shame of um of oh i can i can connect with people through my imagery and they can connect with me i saw that video you did about going to the new york times portfolio review and that must be a vulnerable time yes (laughs) (laughs) yeah i had a i had a pretty difficult time at that review um and uh can you take us through the process a little bit of showing your work to them yeah, that review I had gotten into, and uh, pretty much any review, because I've been to a few now. Um, mm-hmm. I went to Review Santa Fe and Photo Lucida last year, both great events. You know, all these reviewers who are kind of in- really intimidating <laughs> and are really difficult to get in front of, you know, um, in in general speaking, right. you know. Um, and so there's a bunch of different tables, and when they call time, you grab your things, you sit down, and, you know, start telling kind of your story about your project. And it's and because, it, you know, the first couple of times that I did it, like I did Medium in 2014, right before I had surgery, mm-hmm. um, and it was difficult because, you know, they're, they're, they're seeing me. It's like me in the rawest form, and I have to talk about myself objectively to, you know – get kind of the point across i can't it's difficult to have a ton of emotion into it as you know describing so you you have 20 minutes to really talk about right. your project with them and when they call time it's get up and move <laughs> to the next person you know I mean? and sometimes you have back to back so it's like immediately no recovery time <laughs> none and sometimes you know things get out of order and sequencing is really crucial in work i think and oh, yeah. I in agree. my work when that happens, it's like <laughs> worst case scenario. Yeah. This is not what <laughs> I know, wanted right to do. after. Yeah, completely. Uh, I went to that, those reviews and, um, I just really try to think of it as an introduction conversation of, you know, my first meeting with these people and, um, it's really intimidating, but uh, <laughs> I, I, something I've learned through it is I you you need to be sure about every single image because they're gonna grill you on everything. So it's like you need to fight for your your images, your 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 things. You're your biggest advocate. So that's something I really had to be solid about. People asking me questions really coming into my story and and having to stand strong about that. Do you think Um, it was different because you're showing them images of yourself versus images maybe you had taken of someone else that they might have had a different reaction to it? Yeah, and I also think they had a different reaction to it, you know, when I was bigger as opposed to now. Mm -hmm. Um, That's kind of changed over time. Like it, when I went to my first review in San Diego at Medium, it, like it just, I was really going through it. It was like right before I had surgery, like a really difficult time. And I think some of them saw that. 
and I felt bad for myself. Like I was really struggling. Mm-hmm. Um, and then over, t- you know, to then have surgery, them see me after, you know, some of them and mm-hmm. then kind of go into the transition of now of being, you know, an average size. And then, you know, at first, you know, when I went to the New York review, they're like, Oh, I had no idea these were self portraits at first, you know, yeah. <laughs> like I had to tell them, um, and clue them in on it. Cause one thing I'm very clear about is I never, ever want this to be about surgery. Um, right. and that's something that I had to be a thousand percent clear on of my motives and why I wanted to do it and why I had to do it. So that is like, I tried to, I just, I had a, a show in um, Houston, which is uh, at the Houston Center for Photography. And mm-hmm. uh, the juror for the show, um, when she sequenced my work in, in the room, she took everything out of chronological order. And up until that point, I had done everything chronologically. And then it yeah. just clicked and kind of made sense of like, well, it shouldn't be chronological because then that makes it a conversation that I don't really want. And, and this puts kind it towards of opened... the surgery art aspect. Exactly. Yeah. And I just, I want it at the end of the day to be about connection among people and just really understanding each other better, you know, treating each other with more respect and understanding, because I think I'm just at a point of, in my life where I'm tired of just being tolerated. I'm a person, mm-hmm. you know, like I am just as much of a person as you are and everybody else on this earth that is so important to me is just the connection of, uh, you know, understanding people better and maybe getting along a little bit, you know, like giving people the benefit of the doubt instead of jumping down their throat. Cause it's something I really struggle with. Mm-hmm. You've had firsthand experience with it. Yeah. Accepting yourself was the biggest thing that comes from this. And where do you think you are with that right now? Are you doing a new chapter of this that I saw on your website? Yeah, um, I'm constantly working on it. I just have to really edit um, (laughs) for it to, like, make it, you know, (laughs) (laughs) and really decide that. But, yeah, I I really plan on doing this project for, you know, the duration of my life. Like, I've really started to get my partner more involved in it and my family because at the end of the day, it's all Mm self-portrait. And I think... Uh, it's in, it's really incredible to me, I think, the power of photo um, and imagery. Like I was shooting my family recently, and I saw, like, the little girl and my grandma. I saw mm. the older woman. I saw my grandmother. Like, I saw these different aspects of her that I didn't necessarily see before or really understand um and i photographed some others um in my family and then i realized maybe i don't know them as well as i would (laughs) like to know them and how like how great is that that i can reveal that through like imagery and really seeing the truth you know photo is the greatest truth teller and the biggest liar all at the same time (laughs) you know well that is a good statement to end on yeah (laughs) sorry i'm like run on sentence no no it's perfect (laughs) so i have one last question for you who should i interview next on the creative process um i think a great photographer to interview would be jennifer mcclure um she i really like the way she explores in her photography um and it really seems to be about meaning behind the photo and story that's what we like on uh, this podcast. <laughs> yeah. 
I um I appreciate her imagery and um and sometimes I'm really surprised by like a different angle that I'm not really used to that um it really makes me think of how I use angles and like how much perspective they really give to a storyline. Perfect. Well, I'll get in touch with her. Yeah. Well, Samantha, thank you so much for joining me on the Creative Process Podcast. This is amazing. Thank you so much for having me. That was Samantha Gabal, fine art photographer. Thank you for listening to the Creative Process Podcast. I'm Dave Hopper. This has been a production of WAMC Northeast Public Radio. The music is Big Screen by Silent Partner. Join us next time when we speak with Samantha's recommendation, photographer Jennifer McClure. Thank you.